0: Welcome to the Twelfth Man Rising podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Lee Vowell and
1: Todd Vandenberg. And hey, how are you? We're here. Thanks for listening. What? That's not a good. That's not a good way.
0: That's 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 perfect. I I, I couldn't I
1: have gone. Hey,
0: how are you? How are you? Better.
1: I uh, I realized I was uh, old and young at the same time this past week. Um, uh, The the young part is that Jim Beheim of Syracuse basketball stepped down slash got fired right last week or week before or whatever it was. And he had been there for 40. I knew it had been a long time, but 47 years. And I realized, man, 47 What's... years is crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's 47 insane. years. Yeah. And then I realized what he was he i was five when he started being the head coach in syracuse that's insane so it was a good and bad feeling it was like man i remember you know growing up watching syracuse i never liked syracuse Syracuse, but it was like uh oh but now i I think well i was a kid when he was the head coach and i don't feel so bad he anyway seahawks um so nothing happened this week pretty boring or this past week pretty pretty boring week Nothing to really talk about. Free agency. They didn't make any splashy moves as they never do. Kinda of slow. Um, kinda of slow. Yeah. I mean, of course they'd already we'd already talked about them <laughs> re-signing Gino and, and Nick Ballore and, and Phil Haynes and Jason Myers. Who I always seem to write Justin Myers. I, I don't know why. But every article I'm like Justin Myers. So, but anyway for this
0: I've, first- I've done the same thing a couple of times. It's like why am I doing who,
1: that? who is Justin Myers? <laughs> He's got to be somebody. Is it the baseball player who played for the Rays? No, that's Shh. Justin. Anyway, so, yeah, anyway, if you're still listening, uh, Seahawks <laughs> football. So they, <laughs> Wait, they well, did.
0: One, one, one moment, please. If you're still listening, I have a question for you. Why are you still listening? Okay, go <laughs> ahead, sir.
1: Because <laughs> Jim Beheim was at Syracuse for like 63 years or something. So. <clears throat> He coached Stonewall Jackson when Stonewall was a young point guard. Yes. Still had, still had both arms.
0: Isn't it funny that so so many people have such uh, affinity and allegiance to the Confederacy? And Jim Bayheim was in power almost twelve times longer than the Confederacy.
1: Kind of weird. Confederacy, it's like Cartman thing from <laughs> South Park. <laughs> so swear they have that the the peach 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 or whatever. You have seen that episode, right? Yes. Oh, that's that's so funny. The rest of this episode, we will be talking about Eric Cartman and South Park.
0: Indeed.
1: Anyway, so yeah, the Seahawks. Uh, I mean, uh, almost straight up. Did you sneeze? Uh, straight I off. Did. I did. Uh, signed Draymond Jones, who goes by Dre, um, because it's easier. He said on a on an interview in Seattle Sports this week. Um, Makes sense. Seems like yeah, uh, effervescent guy. Talented, 26 years old, able to get to the quarterback and be decent against the run. They brought back Jaron Reed. They signed a safety, Julian Love. We'll get into that in just a second. Um, okay. Devin Bush, inside linebacker, who's kind of underperformed since his rookie season. They signed him. Mm, um, I
0: would say much more than kind of underperformed, but
1: well, you know, he's as been we've in, seen, injured.
0: Right, right, and it's all about and scheme matters, as we've seen. I mean, there's a certain quarterback who plays for the Seahawks who you could say underperformed for several seasons in the NFL.
1: Drew Locke. No, they brought Drew Locke back.
0: Right, which I love that move. I love that move. Not that I am um, like, oh, Drew Locke is the best thing ever. But I think he knows the system. I think he's a great fit for the team. And, I mean, you know, that's, for them for what they paid for him, that, that's such a good move. I really yeah. like that.
1: Keeping him around, maybe they could unlock his potential. Oh, ho, ho, ho. oh, here's something I learned last week, by the way. Did you know that ants... I didn't know this, but I know you know a lot more about insects than I do. But ants don't get sick. Did you know that?
0: I know that. They don't get sick.
1: It's because of their antibodies. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell fun- are we talking about? Oh, Drew they, lock.
0: They do get they do get fungal infections, and then they go crazy, and then they kill people on HPV. Right.
1: That's right. I forgot about that. Um... So the, the rest of the episode is about ants and Eric Cartman and Jim behind, right? Beyond. Yeah. But, um, who else am I missing? They signed, they signed somebody else. Oh, they signed, uh, Evan Brown, the center from the, right. it was weird because I, I saw they, they basically needed needs. They had inside linebacker, right. they had center, they had safety. I, I even bring Ryan Neal back. I mean, I we will get in. Let's go ahead and get into the Julian love thing because Ryan Neal right. is going to come back. They, Tendered him, some yep. other team might offer him a contract, but it just doesn't make any sense. If even if that team signs, then they have to give Seattle a draft pick, so it's not going to happen. They're going to have Ryan Neal back and Quandre Diggs, so yep. that's that's pretty solid because that's what we've seen
0: when Very the Seahawks solid.
1: chose to play Ryan nil over Josh Jones of all
0: Once once they finally figured it out, yeah.
1: But. Bringing Julian Love, who started 16 games for the Giants last year and was pretty good and is really good yes. against the run, which right. is that's clear. That's what they wanted. Right. They wanted one guy to get, be able to get to the pass. The, exactly. uh, the Yeah. The quarterback of the other team. So they brought in Dre Jones. They brought in Reed because he's decent against the run. They brought in Julian Love because he's decent against the run. Um But they paid Love 12 million up to 12 million dollars over two years. Two years, right. I think, is more important than just one year. This makes me think, and I don't know anything from anything, but this makes me think that Jamal Adams isn't going to be near ready when the season starts.
0: I'm thinking that's quite likely, but the thing is, is like uh, they don't know for sure, right? And plus the fact that even if he's ready when the season starts, what's his track record? And and again, has nothing to do with Jamal Adams as a person, his character, anything else. I mean, this if this guy could play, no, yeah, yeah, this guy would be out there.
1: You know, so, but, yeah, he's an uh, awesome teammate. I mean, we I, I, we don't want to take anything away from Jamal Adams. I, I tried to say that in every article I wrote this week. Yeah, yeah. Thousands I wrote about Jamal Adams is the fact that he seems like a good dude. His teammates, that clearly the whole franchise, loves yes. him because of his contract. They could have just eaten that they could have post-Juvers mm-hmm. designated him to, for release and saved like $8 million, which right. isn't a bunch. But it's clear everybody loves him so much in that organization. that's like, we're not going to mm-hmm. release him.
0: Hey, eight million isn't a lot, but they could use the eight million. We'll, we'll get to that later. Well, they can't later. use
1: it until after June.
0: Right. Yeah. But. Mm, but it
1: uh, would still clear up a roster spot.
0: Exactly. And uh, yeah, there's a reason they're keeping this dude. And in the right scheme, as we saw, that he's extremely excellent at his position. I mean, last year, you wrote, you know, that he had 15 plays and. Uh, Pro rated, I mean, uh, it was ridiculous. He would have had like what, 70 quarterback hits, 70 passes defended. I mean, and he, he was off to a phenomenal start. And of course, he wouldn't have kept that pace. But I mean, he looked great. And it was just 15 plays. But it's exactly. And it was clear. Sorry saw. to
1: interrupt. It was clear because you're kind of jumping on that. It was clear he was motivated. Yes. This guy is not ever lack motivation, but it was clear. Okay week one that he was motivated to make an impact.
0: Exactly. And he was clearly on his way to having the season that he had, not last year, but the year before. So, which is exactly what the Hawks needed. Hopefully, he'd be back. And, okay, so now they have, if he comes back, they have four safeties. It's like, is that really a problem? Considering that Love can play slot? And, okay, so right now, you have Kobe Bryant playing slot, but... Maybe with another year under his belt. I mean, uh, even even if even if Jamal Adams comes back completely healthy, that's not an issue. That's not a problem to have four awesome safeties. I mean, Love would be Love might be the the least talented of those four safeties, and he's very very good. Very yeah, and, and he- but Ryan Neal is like ridiculously good, man.
1: Ridiculous. Yeah, and he, and he's getting his. Finally getting his chance, he he's proved himself. I guess I guess the the part that makes me worry about the Adams part is that you know going into the negotiations because Love could have made, you know, if, reportedly he could have made as much money with the Giants going back to the Giants. Right. But what are you telling a player when you're signing him for two years? You have to you have to a, a player has to also want to sign the contract, right? Sure. So he's thinking, well, I'm going to go in a well, You wouldn't sign if you went from 16 games started to being like, oh, OK, yeah, I'll be a backup in Seattle. There's something else that must have been said in the negotiation. Yeah. For and for them to pay him on an average six million dollars a year for him to come in as Seattle. I think I feel like there's something I, I agree with you for you can't have enough safeties because they're like running backs in, in Seattle. Right. They get injured yeah, and, and they're down sure, to yeah. like one or two. But it, if they brought in Love, they would have Nil and still Diggs, and then I have mm-hmm. a feeling they're going to draft a safety. So it's they should I'm, at some point you might have,
0: not in the first round, but they should absolutely. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. A Safety, yeah, because I mean Diggs. I mean Diggs has been extremely healthy and extremely productive. He didn't have a lot of picks last year, but he was still. Uh, and the fact he up with
1: five, didn't he? Uh, I know exactly. that sounds ridiculous, but
0: and Love and Love can play. Like you said, Love can play free safety, strong safety, slot. I mean, he can fit it anywhere. Edge rusher. And we'll see if he can do the job. But yeah, I love the signing of Love. I'm really happy that they brought Jaron Reed back. I mean, I wrote an article years ago, and it wasn't really critical, but it was just commenting about the fact that people were expecting him to have, what did he have that year, 11 and a half sacks? It's like, oh, yeah, he's going to no, do it again. No, he's not going to do it again. He's not going to do it again. That was an outlier. And it was like – and Cortez Kennedy had the one huge year with sacks. And I'm not knocking Cortez right. Kennedy. I'm just saying you're not going to get – he's – you know, that guy is not going to have that many sacks again. But that's not what his value is. It's like he'll throw in a few extra sacks. That's great. But that's not what he's there for. And the fact that he wanted to come back to Seattle, he calls Seattle home. I mean that's, a, that's an excellent pickup. I love the fact that they signed Reed. I mean they've done – I, I guess we should go back to Dre, right, Mr. Jones.
1: Well, I, I, just to talk about Reed for just a second, I think that his resigning basically with the Seahawks speaks <laughs> volumes about the organization about how they treat players. Because yeah. he didn't leave. I mean, he, he didn't want to rework his contract like a couple of years ago or whatever. So the Seahawks were like, okay, we, we got to release you because we, you know, we're gonna need yeah. to clear some cap space. And then it was like, yeah, okay. A lot of players or teams might've been like, well, screw you. I'm never, definitely never going, but he comes back, you know, two years later. Yep. And that, that, I think that speaks volumes about the organization because, it's like, oh, okay, players are okay with, well, I played here before. didn't really go. The ending was kind of, eh, but I'm, I was happy there. I want to go back.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's, and hopefully that, uh, portends well for the possibility of Bobby Wagner, but we'll get to that anyway. But Jones. I mean, you, you wrote an article about. I, I think four or five of us wrote articles about <laughs> Draymond Jones coming in. Like, that's an awesome pickup, and it's a good contract for the Hawks. I mean, that's not. It's yeah. not a huge amount of money. Um, they can get out of it in, in one year if they need to. and they, they won't need to. Same thing with like, Gino. This guy exactly. This guy's gonna be a beast, man. I mean, he already is. But he's only 26. I, hell, Love's only going to be 25 when the season starts. I mean, yeah, Jaron Reed's a little older, but he's not old. I mean, he's only 30. Not for
1: that not for that position. Yeah, I mean, and if you right. expect him to come in and, and stop the run, which he's capable of and maybe supplying. I mean, he had that year where he had yeah. 10 sacks. He's That, that was a that- one-off. That's never going to happen. He yeah. had another year where it was six. I mean, if he gets three this year, that's kind of a win because they're bringing him in for – well, he's going to be able to play off Trey Jones, and they've got always. I mean, that defensive line has already improved just Huge tenfold. Huge um, but, improvement, man. I mean, Jeremond yeah, Reed but,
0: alone is an upgrade, but Tremont Jerm- Jones and the fact that they're going to double Tremont Jones. And I was like, I wouldn't be surprised to see to see Reed have six or eh, – not seven, but six sacks.
1: Yeah, because but when, got, when he got those sacks, support. he was playing off of uh, Frank Clark, right? That's why – because people had to fo- focus on Clark, who's still a free agent, by the way. By the um, way, yeah. And people couldn't focus on Reed. Well, Reed might end up, like you said, might end up with more sacks because people are having to focus on exactly. Uchenna, or they're having to focus on Darrel exactly. Taylor if he gets consistent, especially Dre Jones. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think you hit on something with the contract. I, the Seahawks on, like, Evan Brown was one year. Mm-hmm. Love was two. Um. Uh, there was another. Uh, the Devin Bush one was Devin one Bush year. Devin
0: Bush just a year, which is smart because. I get, like 100%. you said, it's like, we don't know where we're going to get from him. But I mean, the dude's not the season will start and he won't even be 25 yet. Right. Uh, and, and right. He didn't really do anything in Pittsburgh. But like you said, he had a lot of injuries and so much of it is scheme. So much of his scheme yeah. is like maybe he doesn't work out. I mean, and if he doesn't, he doesn't.
1: But <laughs> and, and if he does, though, that's good for team and player for that one year contract. Because then he's going to be like, look, I just was underused in Pittsburgh exactly. or ill used. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like the contracts, the way they've structured the contracts has just been perfect. I mean, uh, Gino only yeah. has a ten dollar cap hit, could right. be out after a year. I don't want him to be, but it could be theoretically if something happens, if they draft exactly. a quarterback or whatever. Or heck, uh, Drew Locke is almost the one that's been most overpaid. I haven't seen what the cap right. hit on him is, but it's four million dollars to be, which right. isn't a lot to play for, pay for a backup. Yeah. But who else was going to pay him? I guess. And right. then he, he made more money than Mayfield signing with the Buccaneers yeah. in a way, which is weird. But yeah, the other players are one year players. Evan Brown, bringing him in at center, he played right guard for the Lions last year. He was not good, but I don't know why they moved him to right guard. I, I don't yeah, I yeah. mean, they maybe had a good reason. I Just don't
0: know. But he played better as center.
1: Exactly. He before. was really good in 2021. So bringing him in for one year at a very cheap contract. That's great um, and, he, and he does well. Yeah, I mean, it could be, or they just draft a, he has a $1 million dead cap. So if they yep. draft Schmitz or something in the draft in the next Let's month, pray. Because, then cut him.
0: Yeah, because because Schmitz, I mean, that's, basically, it's a repeat of last year when you got your two tackles. I mean, that's what they could do. I mean, and again, it's like, oh, look, we've, we've got the, core piece of our offensive line. Another key element. And I, I kinda hate calling people elements, but you know, as far as football goes. Well
1: we're all elements. We're made of material. So
0: oxygen. I'm a lot of oxygen. I need more. I need more uh there's not my not much oxygen in my Voodoo Ranger, Imperial IPA, I need more oxygen in it.
1: It's um, funny, the way you said oxygen was almost Trump, I thought. I was just, almost just knee-jerk reaction was going to ask if you were getting arrested on Tuesday. but
0: Oxygen, I'm going to jail. <laughs> Come out and sort of put it me. I really, really like this. the signing of Evan Brown. is Like you uh, like said, he, he did really well at center. Arguably, mm, it doesn't take much of an argument, to say that he played better than Austin Blythe. And and I'm not knocking Blythe, he wasn't great, but the one thing that, and I commented about it in an article, is that the fact that he, he, at least he was there, like uh, virtually every snap, and yeah, he could have performed better. But considering they had a hole at the position, so I, I think Evan Brown is an upgrade at that.
1: And uh, he's a lot Evan, more girth.
0: He is girthy. Is quite girthy
1: compared to Blythe. I mean, I think that's one thing they were looking for. They were looking, yeah. They clearly were looking for several things in the players they signed. Speed and youth being one of them, but especially Mm -hmm. when it came to Brown, they were looking for someone who was just simply 40 pounds heavier than Blythe.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, an important element. But especially, it's like two and a quarter million, and and a cap hit of a million is like, man.
1: I'm you know one one thing I want to talk about real fast is that. And and this may be just wait wait wait, wait literally
0: literally really fast you said it and New York
1: mode go. What do we So um it was <laughs> no it was it's they, they okay got they got Abe Lucas last year right they got Charles right. Cross they right. they signed Blythe last year yeah. but but Brown is taller a lot of these players offensive linemen they're getting are now longer than they yeah. were before instead of six two six three. Yep. which means you can add a little bit more weight. Yes. I'm not saying it's, they're better. I'm just saying that it makes you wonder if there's there's now a more of a freedom to go out and sign or draft bigger offensive linemen, taller offensive linemen because they're quarterback. Now, again, I'm not saying the whole short thing, but it does come into play if you're dropping back to pass and I'm 5'11". I can't see everything on the field. I can't see the middle of the field, which Good we saw play. last year, where Geno is yeah. 6'3". And able to see a lot more. Yep.
0: A very good point. And, and being taller, they're probably, not necessarily, but probably a little longer as far as their uh, arms late, and their spread. Yeah. So, which again is going to enable them to just buy maybe a fraction of a second longer to hold the block when they're for run blocks or pass blocking. Uh, I'm, I really like what they've done. In free agency so far. I mean, really it allows them
1: to good. match up with Farley Dickinson a lot better, I think.
0: Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Did you i mean, did you, short. i mean, I'm sure you saw that there. I, I, that's insane, isn't it? They, what fourth
1: they, they were?
0: Yeah, they don't have a player over six six.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's insane.
0: <laughs> and, they, and they knocked off a number one. And there are no. I don't know if it was CBS or ESPN, but one of the brackets, there are no perfect brackets left because. Mainly because of uh, that up that upset. I was like, I don't follow college basketball that much, but I literally, when I saw that FDU one, I was like, what is FDU?
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing. I was, and it's funny if they just said Barley Dickinson, I was like, oh, I've right. heard of that before, but yeah, FDU, I was like, is it some kind of Dakota? <laughs> is it Delaware? Or I don't know what I'm missing. Um, free
0: Delaware University. It's like, yeah, everybody goes for that. Yeah,
1: free Delaware. <laughs> It's school. Biden's um, yeah, uh, <laughs> school. Yeah, it, it is. Um, it, it's, I mean, it's been kind of a crazy NCAA tournament so far. I mean, we've got Kansas is gone. How many number ones do we have left? we got Alabama and who's the other one? There's two left, right? There's
0: two left. I don't know who oh. the other one is. I uh, filled out my bracket a day late. So obviously I didn't fill out my bracket because I was. I always
1: busy. I always fill mine up. Uh, I always fill mine out. As the tournament goes on, and I never <laughs> miss any of them. I, people funny. ask me all the time, "How are you? How do you know so much?" And I'm just like, "It's just a, an intuition I have. I mean, I wait until the games are played, then I fill it out. They're all right. I did miss that one game last year for some reason, but
0: let's let's talk about let's talk about a couple of the players who Sale has <laughs> lost in free agency. Uh, how do you feel about losing Rashad Penny? and losing cody barton
1: i i thought you were gonna see travis homer um i and
0: that's the next one
1: well so penny penny's such a good dude man i I hope he runs for 1500 yards in philadelphia
0: i do too i'm so sorry to see penny go because this dude gave it everything and i mean it's like jamal adams right i mean the teams love him the guy is very team-oriented i mean you read the articles, and you don't have to go to our thing. Anything you can find. You look up yeah. Kenneth Walker III talking about Rashad Penny, and the dude was like a personal coach almost.
1: Yeah, like, which oh. is – which is. sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, because it's something you've written about, which is – so when we first – when Rashad Penny got hurt in all those early yeah. seasons, the speculation – and we probably speculated it. I speculated on it. Which is the fact that, ah, maybe this guy doesn't really want to play. Until Adrian Peterson came in, right. and then it was like, dude, this is how you have to, this is what you got to do. This is how you get around injuries. I, I just don't think Penny had any idea of how to do that, because he was never injured before. Right. And then he learned from Adrian Peterson, oh, okay, maybe, unless it's like a ca- catastrophic injury, which is what he had last year, Penny did. Then right. and, you, and you can't play. This is how I play with it. And you wrote about like how Adrian Peterson had such an effect on... Penny, and then Penny did the same thing for Walker. I think that's just exactly. a beautiful thing of passing that it information.
0: It is, and that's one I'm, I really hate to see that, that Penny is gone. I mean, he got almost nothing. For I mean, almost nothing. It's like, yeah. I would I would be happy to get $600,000 guaranteed, <laughs> but, I mean, for the NFL, he got nothing. Nothing, dude. yeah. But, and like you said, I totally agree. If he gets 1,500 yards for, for the Eagles, is like, I am so happy for this dude. This dude deserves every bit of success. Every bit of success. Um, so I really wish he could have stayed for the for the Seahawks. And it's like.
1: It also, I mean, like, Seattle gave up on him because they, they didn't wouldn't sign him for that either.
0: Right. Exactly. exactly.
1: But they, I mean, after you're seeing years and years of a player being injured, it's like, ah, yeah. don't and really want to spend any money on this guy.
0: And he's 27 now, which for a running back in the NFL, that's already getting into the danger zone as far as
1: age. It's weird and, though isn't it because I mean he's been injured so much he hasn't taken many hits he's just had injuries.
0: Yeah, right. So
1: he's That's not weird. really an old 27. But yeah, yeah I I I, it, I I hope he does great things. Um yeah. I think Seattle needs to if you a, need to do something with their running back room because it's just walker and dj at this point so i I mean i think they're going to draft one or two maybe sign a a veteran of some kind leonard fournette i think would be perfect but i don't think that's going to happen but 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 i think think
0: they will pick up a veteran like you said and
1: carlos Hyde. i'm joking
0: (laughs) and they'll probably some 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 oh my god i still still only
1: 32 years old (laughs)
0: I mean, is he really just 32? <laughs> like, I still can't believe, I mean, eh, I wrote that article. I was like, I was so happy that they got it. late It's like, mm. um. Anyway, <laughs> Travis Homer, I'm sorry to see him leave, not to the same extent as Penny. But Travis Homer, also a good dude. And it's like, he got a yeah. two-year contract with the Bears, and I'm really happy he got a two-year contract.
1: They'll miss him on just, special teams, for, absolutely. for sure. I and mean, that's they're no joke miss is, Special that's teams. All, yeah.
0: Absolutely, they'll miss this dude on special teams. Cody Barton, uh, nothing to do with the the, the per, as a person, but I really thought it's like ah they found the guy you know and when he's when he stepped in for Bobby, in the last game of the previous season and it's like mm, he wasn't that guy he's not bad oh he he's was
1: horrible bad. in the playoff game that was that's what yeah. cost him I think coming back he was just yeah. god awful yeah
0: um overall he was okay I mean he's he's good he's a decent light. Line- Okay, he's decent. I wouldn't say he's even good because he's terrible in, in coverage. Uh, you know, but hopefully, again, schemes. I hope he has a great season with the Commanders. Excellent, excellent. But especially if you're Penny, man. It's like, I hope Penny just balls out and stays yeah. completely healthy and makes the Pro Bowl and goes to the Super Bowl and faces against his old team because it could happen and then loses. Because, uh. Well,
1: he I, wouldn't play the, his uh, old I'll, team, Super Bowl. No, nah, I
0: wouldn't be in the Super Bowl, but in the con- conference championship. And Devin Bush stuffs him at the one yard line.
1: Perfect score. <laughs> I, the only uh, Bush thing with. It's really yeah. Bush versus Barton at this point, right? Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Bush can't cover. Um, Barton is a better coverage guy. I, Bush is going to hit a lot harder than Barton. And I think that's. And tackle. That, yeah exactly and and so what they did is they intentionally went out and and got guys who because bush for all his injuries he you know he had 100 tackles in his rookie season hadn't done as well since kind of lost his job in the rotation for the steelers last year but even that the guy doesn't miss tackles neither does julian love right neither does reed it's like they intentionally went out and got guys who like can tackle because yeah Like, last year they must have been, F this crap. This is ridiculous. we got to fix it. And they couldn't because they didn't have the players who could do it. And then they went out and intentionally got guys who could tackle this year.
0: I mean, I'm not looking at any pure stats, but I think the only—
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun— Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: The team that tackles worse is the Miami Dolphins uh, because their tackling is atrocious at times. Um, But yeah, exactly. They went out and got guys who don't miss tackles. And like... uh, OK, maybe you're not great in coverage, but if you do manage to be there, you're going to bring the guy down It's like, and they can find they'll get someone who is good in coverage for sure. And it's like how how good do the uh, linebackers have to be in coverage when they've added Julian Love? And, uh, you know, it's like obviously they need to be they still need to be good. But
1: I wonder if they're going to go with more three safety sets and, and use one of them as like a linebacker. Uh,
0: i'm absolutely sure they will i mean that's what they were that's what they did trying to do the denver game uh, they had josh that's jones, true but, yeah. but i mean they had the wrong safety in there but also oh, they, they had, had 10, they ten play defensive
1: player 10 nfl players and one josh jones on the field against the broncos is that what you're saying
0: <sighs> i'm not sure why they played jones as much as they did they know it was, was odd but i mean seriously and and there will be games when, assuming Mr. Adams, and he is Mr. Adams, assuming Mr. Adams is healthy, we will see sets where they're playing all four of those guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, especially in passing situations.
0: Exactly. Exactly. If, uh, obvious passing
1: situations. because Even he if you move Love that. up, he's going to tackle a running back if they end up running the ball.
0: Who are you going to who, target when you've got that situation? You got Jamal Adams, a healthy Jamal Adams. You got Andre Diggs. You got Mr. Tariq covering the other half Tariq, of the field. Exactly, Tariq <laughs> is is like the new Gary Matthews. Is like ridiculous
1: <laughs> man. I do, I do think they need to find a cornerback. We'll talk a lot more draft coming up, but I do think and, they need to find a cornerback in the in the draft. Because to me, and, I would love if they took a cornerback at twenty. Yes, or something like that. Yeah, exactly.
0: Because, um, I mean, now because the focus was always on, oh, they got to get a, de- they got a defensive lineman, they got to get a big de- defensive tackle, maybe an edge rusher, edge rusher or defensive tackle, one or the other. It's like they don't have to do that now with a number five pick, because they got, I mean, Jermont Jones, that guy is the equivalent of a number five easily, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and, as he's turned out to be when he was a yeah. second second round pick at Ohio State. Yeah, he should have been first rounder. Yeah, All day and,
0: long. And is Jaron Reed, would he be at the 20? Nah, I think he would be the second round. Uh, but, I mean, they've really, as you said at the very beginning, right? They've really improved the interior of the defensive line, really improved it. And Mr. Jones hasn't gone anywhere. And Mr. Jones, wow, I'm blanking out. Mr. Nuosu, uh, dude, pass rush is going to be yeah. so much better, so much better. I, yeah. I, I'm he was honestly, good the
1: whole I, season last year. Daryl yeah. Taylor was the guy who was inconsistent. If he can learn how to be consistent.
0: If, if Daryl Taylor can be consistent, they're going to have 70 sacks. If he can't, I still think they'll have like a little over 60. A little over 60. And lots and lots. I mean, they're going to be so much better for the quarterback yeah. pressure so much better. He does. And the, and the run defense. Make sure defense,
1: we we get that on the show right there so that when we're talking about the team in early January and they've gone 3 and 14 we'll be like, well,
0: <laughs> we were geniuses. But the big thing we're is We're just the, people
1: talking on a podcast, okay?
0: Like you said, I mean the big thing is the, the improvement in the run defense. I mean that's really what they've gone for.
1: 100%, yeah.
0: And they really needed to do that. I mean, and people I mean people and we've talked about it's like every other show i think we talk about how people like laugh or make fun or diss pete carroll was like uh uh-huh. he's just stuck in the 70s all they do is uh, worry about run the ball it's like uh-huh and what <laughs> happens when you can't stop the run you lose
1: that's right just like kyle shanahan he's stuck in the 70s all they do is run the ball <laughs> God, <that's freaking clears throat> i mean darnold is gonna if he ends up being the starter in san francisco he's gonna look like a Whatever they do in San Francisco, whatever magic they have, their quarterbacks all look – I mean, Jimmy G was a – should have been a backup, was a backup to start last year. Yeah. Would have played, but really the Brock Purdy was just as good as Jimmy G was when he came in. And yet – better. Jimmy G's still good enough to make a bunch of money with the Raiders. That just goes to show you the 49ers magic of whatever they do offensively.
0: That offensive system. And we hate to admit it because – Not big fans of the Niners, but awesome, awesome offensive system, awesome defensive talent. Be interesting to see how their defense works out this year. Hopefully not that well, because we want them to fail. But
1: but they got better with Javon uh, Javon, uh, Hargrave.
0: I know, I know. But at least we got Draymond, which is interesting because it's like two of the top absolute top talents. And they both went to the same division. It's like, son of a gun. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, yeah, was, well, so, what do we far think about the been...
1: AFC West last year and the quarterbacks? Oh, they all went in. and It's like, oh, they all, they all basically two of the yeah. three. suck. Yeah.
0: absolutely bizarre, right? Uh, as far as the Hawks cap space goes, they're about out of cap space. Um,
1: but it's and, relative, as we as we always is, say.
0: Yeah, it is relative. I mean, right now they're sitting at, what, 12? But they need.
1: And that's not counting all the draft picks you have to. So but they, the they could re- the, go to Jamal and be like, hey, can we rework your deal? That'd be best gonna, case scenario.
0: Right. And they're going to have to um, go to someone. And Jamal would be the best case and most likely. And I think he would be very likely to say, sure. Uh, yeah. Just because of the injury situation. And like you said, he's very team oriented. But yeah, you know, right now they're sitting at 12.8 for the top 51 cap space, and they are going to need, what is it, 17 for their draft picks alone? So, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously they get, they're still gonna have to work caps. I mean, it's not like some insurmountable thing. Like you said, they'll obviously be able to do it uh, without without a whole lot of issue, without cutting anybody. It's just a matter of restructuring things.
1: Yeah, and, and sure. they'll they'll find a way. Yeah, of course. I mean, at least we're not Arizona Cardinals fans who have tons of cap space and, and tons of uh, good draft capital, and they do nothing. They lose good players. It's like if I was a Cardinals fan, the yeah, three of them that it. exist, I'd be like, um, what are they doing? Why are they not spending? Why did they not try to re-sign Zach Allen? This makes zero sense, what they're doing.
0: Yeah, Zach Allen was one of the guys I targeted. It's like, oh, that would be, be a good pickup for this. Yeah, I'm— Really glad they got Jones instead, right? But I mean, Zach Allen would have been a lower, a lower end pickup, would have been fine. And like, can they let him walk? It's like they're sitting, they've got like what, twenty two million, and have done virtually nothing.
1: The only thing I can think almost twenty three, yeah. They they know Kyler Murray, who is going to miss a lot of the season to start next year, and that they're going right. to have roll a bunch of. But to me, it's like, okay, Kyler Murray is not going to win a Super Bowl. He's yeah. not that good.
0: Well, if he wins a Super Bowl, it's going to be the way Jimmy G would. I mean, he's he'd be along for the ride. He's not. Yeah, the except guy Jimmy who... G
1: actually cares about his team. Yeah, and I think that comes into play in the locker room.
0: Ooh, harsh, but accurate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I agree.
1: Speaking of accurate, for some reason that we don't have a lot of time to talk about this, but I do have WBC written on my list, and I was thinking Larry Holmes. No, um, but. <laughs> see uh how jose altuve actually broke his hand
0: yes yeah i have a feeling a lot of people are a lot of teams are going to say you know what you're not going to play in the wbc
1: sucks though highest rating since 2006 Awesome. It's awful. people are really caring about this this tournament yeah
0: um, yeah and edwin diaz is uh, out for the season from with yeah. a celebration but i mean you know, and that has nothing to do with the WBC. It's like because people have been injured in celebrations, like with their pro teams. So it it, it sucks, but it happens. But again, so now we've had two big stars in MLB. And I was like, we'll see how long Altuve. I mean, Altuve's not going to miss the season, but.
1: I don't dislike Altuve as a player, but any games he misses for the Astros, I'm okay with.
0: Well, I, yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why, Lee. <laughs> um, well,
1: because yeah. he's, he's short. He's, he can't see over the offensive lineman. Yeah. Um, Allows the Astros to draft. No, anyway, so... um.
0: Jamal Adams, has cap, going back to Jamal Adams, his cap hit is $18 million. If they restructure that, which they should be able to, and for that matter, Andre, well, same that's, cap hit.
1: Yeah, that, that's the thing, though, is that the 2023 cap hit for atoms, if yeah. they release them before June 1st they actually lose money which makes zero financial yeah, sense
0: yeah, yeah not but if, no 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 right a tw- dead cap would be 23 um but no just restructuring not cut ca- not cut
1: jesus i don't want to well make- that, but it, i'm saying well they yes ideally but they could release them po- with a post June 1st True. designation True. Right. and then they actually gain that 8.5 because it would basically okay. go on next fiscal year right so it's I think then, what his cap hit next year is 23 million, and then we twenty three million. sign him and then right. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, you really have to trust that he's going to be healthy enough to to play, and 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 maybe that's what they're going to do. They're going to, I don't know, man. Just everything seems to say this guy isn't ready or not. They don't expect him to be anywhere near ready.
0: Yeah, the fact that they, like you said at the top, right? That the fact that they signed Julian was like mm,
1: mm. two years. I don't care if it was right. five hundred million dollars. It was two years. Yeah, which is like so mm. yeah. it was one year. It's like okay, this guy's gonna he's gonna come in. He's gonna come in for Jamal and boom. But two years tells me we don't really expect Jamal to come back very soon into the season, and then we're gonna release him after that. So yeah. we've already got his replacement.
0: Yep. I know it's scary, but again, you know, it's like uh, they are—they definitely wanted to play three safety sets, like all the majority of the time is what they were looking to do. So well,
1: that's what re-signing Puna will allow them to do. Three, and we put Puna back there. Ken Norton <laughs> Jr. comes back as DC. has got <laughs> Puna say, playing third. Season.
0: Clearly, clearly, Ken <laughs> Norton Jr. is back.
1: So Puna is playing free safety. We got Al Woods back there, cornerback. Boone's got, got the speed to
0: handle it. Oh. I, I, what, what was he thinking? What was he thinking? <laughs> he,
1: he was thinking, I really want to go back to UCLA to be the linebackers coach.
0: I mean, that's, <laughs> that shows you that shows you how much of a team player these guys are because they didn't say, it like, are you stupid? They just went, okay, you're the boss. I'm going to do what hmm. you tell me to do. I can't do it, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah. going to drop into coverage.
1: I mean, they're they're um.
0: – I'm a 35-year-old, 325-pound <laughs> defensive line. Uh, wait, wait. How big is Al Woods? Isn't he, 340? 350,
1: I think. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. He's at least 340. But, yeah,
1: I'll Two years after coverage. he stops playing in the NFL, he'll probably be down to 240. That's what they do, but – I hope so, for his, for his sake. I mean, they're team-first guys as much as Aaron Rodgers is. What a great team guy – um,
0: Aaron, Aaron Rodgers As as the eternal Hi Ted uh, As the eternal Will he go to the Jets
1: I like mm. he might us- got- I, I hope he doesn't in a way I, Nothing against Ted or the Jets But it's like right. What a way to screw a team You have nothing to do with It's like I really want to play for New York And then New York does all these things To be like Oh okay we're going to get Aaron Rodgers And we'll get all these players And then he ends up not playing there And they're like What the hell did we do <laughs> Yeah. We worked we worked a team for a player who's not even on our team. It's like golly.
0: I know, it just it it just makes no sense. I mean, I thought from the very beginning it was just incredibly stupid. For for them to go so hard after him. It's
1: like With, with the moves the Dolphins and Bills have made this off season, Aaron Rodgers going to New York only cements one thing. The Patriots are gonna be in last place.
0: If Aaron Rodgers goes,
1: if Aaron Rodgers goes to New York, yeah. And I don't know that they should do that. I still don't think the Jets are Jets are great defensively. I don't know if they're as good as the Dolphins. I don't know if they're as good as the Bills with Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, they're not. Um, I mean, they've got a great defense, like you said, but you know, it's like, and they and they let Mike White go. It's like,
1: why did you do that? I know the White Lotus guy. (laughs) So. (laughs) So we're gonna finish. We're gonna finish with our Rob Gordons. It's gonna be kind of a quick one. <laughs> this is one we probably did what like I don't know, 300 years ago or whatever.
0: We've, like, we've done this twice before at least.
1: <laughs> yeah, and th- I think that, this is one thing that's funny. It, we always talk every week like, oh, you know, if we do this in an hour, it'll be different. I, I don't think mine have changed in like 30 years. So
0: I, I mine have changed a little bit. I mean, basically, I think three or four of them are the same. But I have I do have an I know I have at least one edition, at least new edition. Favorite band ever. <laughs> I'm not really. OK, uh, I'll, you're I'll going, let
1: me just I'll say real fast. The Rob Gordon's are, are brought to you by this show, which is the 12th Man Rising podcast, which is also called what pause for dead air brought to you by Nikki X Studios via baseball, beer and barbecues producer, Ted Hicks which is also precious based on the novel Push by Sapphire. So go ahead.
0: Am I going first? I'm going first.
1: I, no, I'm, going, I'm going first because you, I'm going first. you, you going did first. it. I, I, I got to go first. Yeah. So, so first. number, oh, man, number five. Uh, I, I don't really, I, number one. No order. Eh, number no one's order. in order. Yeah. Well, number one is number one, I think. Number one, okay. Um, I'll, I'll do number five. Nick okay. Hornby, who is still uh, living, yeah. um, as opposed to everybody else I have on my list. Yeah. Um, <laughs> A uh, great English writer, also writes really good screenplays. Um, you, know, you know what? Uh, I, only,
0: I only have one extant uh, human being on my list as well. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, All Nick the
1: great writers are dead. Not and Nick surprised. Yeah.
0: Not surprised. Uh, my number uh, say Massive,
1: I, attack? I massive attack? Massive
0: Attack. I'm going to go with Stephen King. And again, these are not the people oh. we think are the best authors, just our favorite authors. And Stephen King, I read a lot
1: of Stephen Hold on, King. hold on. Let me interrupt you. Let's yes. be arrogant for a minute. We yes. think honestly we Stephen King yes. it, we all think these guys can write. Yes. Period, right? They're of good course. they're good writers. Yes. Whether we think, "Oh, this is a, they're Andrand Rand or something." Um <laughs> which And Rand is horrible by the way, that yeah. was a joke. But yeah. uh, we all think they can write. Maybe they're not like, "Oh, this is blah blah blah," but Stephen King is a effing great writer, right? Period. Yes. Yes. So um, I just wanted to point that out. We don't think these guys can't write, and we like their books anyway. We still think they can write really well, or girls. Could be girls yeah. on the list.
0: And to, to me, Stephen King, technically there are better writers, but this guy's a phenomenal storyteller. To me, that's his, his true skill as, as, as a storyteller. He's, he's amazing. Anyway, you're number just four. Just like Jimmy
1: Buffett. Um, so I, I don't like Jimmy Buffett, just for the record. I want to put that out on the record. I hope he's arrested on Tuesday as well. So number four for me would be Antoine de Saint-Exupéry, who wrote my favorite book, The Little Prince. But he, I've read tons of his books. They're all really good. If you like aviation, read those books. But yeah. Start. And,
0: and I have skipped three authors who wrote three of my favorite books, but I've skipped them because there's are just a few books that I really that I love. But I've skipped those three. And I'm not even going to name them. That's another thing. Uh, my number four. Four will be uh, a gentleman named Ted Geisel, also known as Dr. Seuss. I know that may seem kind of crazy, but I mean, that is the guy who got me interested in reading to begin with, along with, I don't know, how many billions of people at this point. Incredibly creative, amazing author. Dr.
1: Mm-hmm. Seuss. The first book I read was uh, given uh. to me by Shea Gravara, which was on guerrilla warfare that George Washington wrote. So, uh, true story, actually. Che Guevara used to read George Washington about guerrilla warfare. Number and three.
0: And he gave you the book.
1: That's the other and, and he gave me the book. He was like, here. I actually, said it in Spanish. I was like, here. I was like, hey, I don't know. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm an infant. I don't know what you're saying. You're what next, is this? But... I gnawed on the book a little bit, and then he took the book back to Cuba. So, because um, I was gnawing on the book. No. Number three for me, speaking of Cuba, is Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> I was. That was an unintentional segue. But uh, uh, Ernest Hemingway is number three for me. I just, he, I always, there's somebody else on this. Well, I'll wait till I mention the other person on this list. But when we have writers who are, we have one writer who writes extremely well for 12th Moon Rising, 12 Rising.com, But he, he tends to not write like Hemingway, which is more journalistic, shorter sent just short sentences if you've right. never written, uh, written, read. If you've never written Hemingway, you'd be Hemingway. If you've never read Hemingway, then that's what he does. Very short, right. succinct sentences.
0: And I almost put Hemingway, but I know you would, so I didn't have to. I put someone who I'm pretty sure is on your list, but he's coming up later. Uh, number four? Three. Number three for me nothing. is nothing, Is Stephen Jay Gould, nonfiction author, but writes about uh, natural history, biology. Phenomenal, phenomenal writer. Makes Makes things that typically are dry subjects incredibly entertaining. Awesome writer. And he also wrote about baseball, an incredibly good baseball book. So Stephen J. Gould. I have two Stephen yes. Elliot
1: Elliot Goulds. Elliot Goulds. What the heck was that? Elliot Gould's <laughs> brother. That's, I think that's a lie.
0: I'm pretty sure that it is.
1: It may. may not be. I don't know. Pretty sure um, that's a lie. <laughs> number, number two for me is uh, James Joyce. Um. Again, uh, completely different writer from Hemingway, but I've didn't write a ton of books. But so I'll I'll bring up the Joyce. Considering
0: considering that they actually wrote in the same language, it's you could not (laughs) find two more different (laughs) writers than Hemingway and Joyce, right?
1: You could sometimes say Joyce wasn't writing in English intentionally, but um. True. uh, yeah, when when we have writers at rising dot com, and I have to kind of say, hey, can you do it this way a little bit makes it easier. I always ha- I do point out. I'm like, be more Hemingway and less Joyce. Joyce, and, right? And people are like, I hope people get that reference, but it's like I don't want one a, a three slide article that's yeah. one sentence.
0: One sentence, because yeah. I tend to be much more Joycean yes. and Hemingwayesque yes. uh, in my regular writing, and it is it is because. You're writing news articles, and that's why Hemingway wrote the way he wrote, because he started in, uh, journal- as a journalist. Anyway, uh, my number two would be Rod Serling, which is a, a little bit of a fire there. But, I mean, he did write many short stories, but especially mainly his work, of course, was in teleplays. Uh, and absolutely, to me, an absolutely brilliant writer and wrote about, uh, wrote about very important topics, but hid them within the context of – fantasy and uh science fiction Surling. because a lot tv of- guy
1: fine my number one's wes anderson No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, was a brilliant writer and my, my number one and i think
1: i've read i know i've read every novel novelization or whatever it happens to be and a lot of his short stories george orwell eric blair is uh is number one always has been for me um because he's a socialist, I guess. But, um, <laughs> but I just really love his – even his stories that aren't political, kind of like 1984 and like Homage to Catalonia, uh, Catalonia they're like they, – they just always engross me. Just something about – and his and his book on writing itself, kind of yeah. going back to your Stephen King thing, the right. on writing thing, right. both of those are brilliant. If, yeah. if you want to be a writer, pick up yeah. the Orwell one or the Stephen King one, and you'll be much better off.
0: Do both, actually. Yeah, do both. I'm shocked because you didn't go with uh, my number one, Edgar Allan Poe, because I know he usually pops up in yours.
1: I don't Uh, like poets. Um, I want real writers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Underground Window. Um, (laughs) Poe was first published in Underground Window. Very few people realize that. (laughs) Poe is a – I mean – I don't know just created the 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 uh detective novel the detective story genre is like that's pretty good. Uh yeah Poe was just absolutely uh a ripped
1: off Nathaniel Hawthorne. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Didn't rip off nobody. Uh do you have do you have gary Lo-
1: Hawthorne's Jockstrap? <laughs>
0: gary Hawthorne? Um <laughs> I do I I do have to give a shout out to my uh also Rans I like have to do it. My favorite book is is Watership Down by Richard Adams, but I don't really care that much for Shardik or the Plague Dogs. I mean, they're both good, but they're not Watership Down. Lewis Carroll, mm, phenomenal. And Harper Lee, two novels, but oh my God. So
1: not a huge fan of Lewis Carroll based on the Irish Revolution. Um, (laughs) Seriously. I know, I know, I know. Um, uh, But yeah, in all seriousness, Edgar Allan Poe is, yeah, it's W. W. H. Auden is my favorite poet, um, so that would yeah. be a, a, a one for me. But yeah, Poe could easily be on my list. I'm, yeah, again, I'm glad you brought up the detective novel because some people, oh, he's just the Raven. He's like, no, 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 no. He's so much more than that. Poetry is oh. just like, oh, that's just my side gig. I'm actually writing this stuff.
0: Oh, Raven. So. The Raven is one of his – I mean, it's obviously oh. it's his best-known work. I mean, absolutely. But I mean, it's probably one of his lesser – uh achievements honestly i mean i love yeah. the raven but i mean he's like
1: and he's he wrote so star wars I mean, so uh,
0: very very little known
1: yeah, yeah. came uh, up with uh indiana jones storyline um women talking yeah. he wrote that um
0: <laughs> which i actually saw this this uh previous weekend before my little
1: oh, holiday yeah. sojourn did you F- watch uh the Banshees? F-
0: Fun. I watched the Banshees. Both very fun movies. Oh my god! I laughed. See
1: I, the thing. The thing about the Banshees is it's not. It's not women talking. I mean that's like some horrible shit happened, right? But it's and then we're seeing the post of that. But with Banshees, it's like it's it's yeah. it's not literal. You know, it's not literal. Right, 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 right. But it's there's some points of just true beauty in the film. Especially Absolutely. on the the relationship between the brother and the sister, um, yeah, is the acting not subpar in that? <laughs> <way>? <laughs> yeah, it
0: was a little weak. It's a little weak.
1: I mean, the direction was great, the story was great. The acting just, uh, yeah.
0: Could have, could have, which is like, you know, I, I'm still mad that Angela Bassett didn't win Best Supporting Actress. I, I'm not knocking Jamie Lee Curtis, but I really think the, half the reason that she got the Oscar is because she's been around, and the other half is because she didn't wear a girdle, and that's what it boils down to. It's was like, come on, man. Was like Angela Bassett was like phenomenal. Jamie Lee Curtis was excellent in everything all, all at once. Everything everywhere all at once. And
1: Jamie just, Lee Curtis was part of my favorite moment in the Oscars, which was Christopher yeah. Guest is there. <laughs> That's what I cared about.
0: That's all you cared about. <laughs> so uh, awesome. Overall, I'm happy with how the Oscars turned out, but it's like you guys screwed Angela Bassett. But um, overall, very happy. And absolutely, I think that film deserved the the win. And I'm happy oh, yeah, with all the awards except for Angela Bassett, but the acting awards were like
1: awesome
0: because i know some people said oh it was like brendan fraser he wore a fat suit blah 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 i was like dude that was an amazing performance
1: yeah they intentionally said right that they did it so you could still see his facial expressions and his expressions are i mean how many people win oscars because they're like well i could see his arms i mean it's all in the face we're we're animals right so everything we reflect on is a face and he does such a phenomenal job in that film with his facial expressions i mean yeah. it's just absolutely
0: beautiful film not an easy watch i mean that's going to go on my list with Ironweed and a few other movies that i like to watch at least twice a week
1: other comedies yeah um yeah well okay go seahawks all right all right okay cool
0: why are you the worst <laughs>